you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski, and today we're covering the Week 15 preview. Or I guess we're covering Week 15. This is the Week 15. Whatever. I mean, this is like the 100th episode I've done this. So, like, you guys know the drill. You know exactly what we're doing. Um, And there are 16 games. We're going to get all 16 right this week. It's going to happen. 120,000%. Let's do it. All right. Thursday Night Football, Chargers, Raiders. This game is, I mean, this game is going to suck. You're going to have a backup quarterback for the Chargers playing against Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders, who scored zero points last week. Um, This is not what I'm going to call your, your, Peak Thursday night football late season matchup. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Listen, they have a more experienced uh, quarterback, if you can even say that. Uh, they have, you know, they're not. They don't have a propensity to choke away games like the Chargers do. Uh, they don't make me angry like the Chargers do. Um, I like their coaching better. It's a home game for them. Uh, hopefully, they'll be angry. Uh, after a loss like that against Minnesota, you know, and go out and score a bunch of points versus the Chargers defense, which is you know, very possible. So that's kind of how I see this one playing out. I think that the Raiders will look good. I think that the Chargers basically, I think, as an organization, have given up. I think everyone knows that Staley's, you know, got both feet out of the door at this point and and, you know, with Easton Stick as your quarterback, I just – the hopes cannot be that high. Uh, especially, again, going to play in a away game against a division rival, you know, against a team that's fighting for their coach. I mean, we know that. Even though they didn't score any points last week, they were fighting. There was a 3-0 game. They were fighting for their coach. Um, they want him to stay around. That's very clear. So I'll take the Raiders. I think that they got the fight in them to win the game like this. All right. Vikings, Bengals. So, you know, this one really depends on who is playing quarterback. Um, because that's, I mean, a little bit important when you're deciding a game like this. Uh, so obviously, you know, Burrow and Cousins are both out. It seems at this point that uh the pastronaut Joshua Dobbs is is not going to be starting this week. I mean, that would be my expectation because he was benched from the last game um, for being, you know, not very good. Uh, Jake Browning 
did have an injury. Um, he did have an injury in the last game, but I, I believe he came back in at least for some period of time. Uh, I, you know, he was a former Minnesota Viking, so I feel like that will give him a little bit more edge in a game like this. Uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting. I don't think he's been. I think the Bengals, again, they're at home. Minnesota's definitely got a quarterback. Uh, no, I don't say situation, but it's a situation where it's unclear who they're going to start. Well, I mean, listen, at least with Cincy, you know you're probably going to get Jake Browning starting the game, which – I think for them is is I don't want to say it's a good thing, but it's it's something. Um, that's about uh, it's about as specific as I can get. Uh, they're also at home. Um, it should be a weird game on Saturday, so you know. Cheers. <laughs> All right, the Steelers calls another seven and six uh, matchup. I mean, again. Who is playing quarterback for the Steelers? I have no clue. I mean, the Steelers have looked awful the past few weeks. It's not that Indy's looked very good either last week. Indy is at home. You know, again, this is a Saturday kind of standalone game. Uh, listen, I'll say this. If Mitch Trubisky is starting again, I'll be taking the Colts. Um, it seems like he will be, so I will be taking the Colts. If Pickett ends up starting, um. That could obviously change. I mean, you know, listen, if Pickett starts, I think that that definitely adds a different uh, – I don't want to say dynamic. That's too forceful. Uh, a different layer to, to this game. That's about as good as you're going to get. A different layer. Um, I think he slightly improves the team. Um, but it kind of depends how the rest of the team plays. Pittsburgh is extremely injured. The Colts are at home. I mean, it's hard to pick the Steelers right now, given where the, the way they've played the past two weeks and the fact that they might not have a starting quarterback. I think those two things combined, as much as Indy, you know, disappointed me last week, I have to pick Indy. I mean I can't I can't pick the Steelers based on the way they've played. So I'll be taking I'll be taking Indy. Uh, hopefully they go out there and win. All right. Broncos, Lions. Um, I mean, this is a tough game. This is a Saturday night game. It's in Detroit. I know Detroit's coming off of a loss against, you know, the, the Bears. I mean, this to me feels like a game that's just going to be so weird. One of these teams is going to have a great performance from one of their units. Either the Lions' defense will play really well, or the Broncos' offense will look very good, or the Broncos' defense will – I mean, one of those four units is going to have a, a, an incredible game. I'm going to call it. It's not going to be like a 25-20 game. It's literally going to be one of these teams' offense is going to go play great, or one of these teams' defense is going to play great. It's going to be like 20-7. to seven. Either way, or it's going to be, uh, you know, like 35 
to 24. So it's something like that where it's just one team's offense plays super well or one team's defense plays super well. Um, I do think this matchup, as much as I like to pick the Broncos and I, I have been critical of the Lions, I think this matchup favors the Lions because I think that their run game, if they can establish it, will be, you know, is a nice wrinkle to this Broncos team and offense that really, even against a defense like the Lions, which has struggled, I think will still not have a great performance. Um, You know, again, add on to that, that the Lions, are also at home. I think that, I think that bodes nicely um, for this team. But again, you know, I mean, anything can happen. I think I'm going to take the Lions, which means I'm taking all home teams. So I might have to switch that up because I don't think all four home teams are going to win. But, you know, I guess if I did pick one team, it would probably be the Broncos. But it's going to be interesting. I might change this pick again. It's going to be interesting to see. This game, it's got a lot of playoff implications. And, you know, one of these teams is going to walk out of there with with a pretty big one. I mean, the Broncos can get to 8-6 or the Lions can get to 10 wins. I mean, you know, Lions are starting to think about wrapping up the division. The Broncos are starting to think about, hey, listen, we have a a very real shot at making the playoffs this year. It's not just like a, not just like a hoax. It, it, it's real. Um, so it'll be interesting. All right. Bears-Browns, the perfect Browns game for them. Literally, their defense against the Bears and their offense against the Bears. I mean, at home, Joe Flacco should absolutely ball out. I mean, seriously, I think the Browns are going to look great. I think that the Bears, you know, their biggest – one of the biggest strengths is uh, Justin Fields and his movement with his legs. I I think the Browns do a much better job against that. I think that the Browns' offense will look just as good. Uh, They're capable of dealing with a pass rush like that. I think that Joe Flacco has been great. Um, And if this team can get to nine wins, I mean, hold your horses. If this team can get to nine wins, I think that does change not everything. I won't say it changes everything, but it certainly would change. It certainly would change a lot if this team gets the nine wins in terms of their playoff, uh, not, I won't say aspirations, but in terms of their playoff chances, it would change a whole lot. If the Browns can get a win like this over, I don't say a gimme win, but. You know, getting a win like this where you, you should win, you're 6-1 at home versus a team that's very bad on the road. Um, you know, when you have not necessarily winnable matches, I mean, you can win the, the the upcoming games, but they're not like games I think you would feel super confident. I mean, I think I would feel most confident about the Bears over their next four. If I'm the Browns, I'm like, hey, if we can get to nine – our, you know, the chance that we win one of those last four games is pretty freaking high. So they got to feel pretty good about themselves that they can get a win here against the Bears at home. I think they will. 
Let's rock it. All right, Falcons, Panthers. I'll take the Falcons. Listen, I've said it. I've said it once before. I'll say it again. The Carolina Panthers are the worst team in the NFL. Their offense is bad. Their defense is bad. Their coaching is bad. Their special teams. Everything about this team is bad. That being said, that being said, that being said, that being said, I'm really excited to see them play against the Panthers. This is a team that they should absolutely dominate this upcoming week. I mean, they should stick it to the Panthers. And if they do, that can give a team like this a lot of confidence. So, you know, listen, am I going to sit up here and say, hey, listen, you know, I think that uh, – I think that uh, the Falcons are a great team. Absolutely not. But they are more than capable of doing exactly what the Saints did last week, getting a big win back to 7-7. and I mean, they they are very much in it right now. They are very much in it. And I think that if the Falcons can truly pull off a win like this, which, again, I mean, they, they, they should be able to. This should not be something that we're like, oh, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to do it. If they're – if they <laughs> – excuse me. If they win a game that they are supposed to win, I think we have our answer. All right. Bucks, Packers, this is a weird game. Because uh, both of these, t- so the Bucks are coming off of a win, Packers are coming off of a loss. Now this is a home game for the Packers, and historically the Buccaneers have not been a great team in Lambeau, just because of the weather. I mean, Green Bay weather this week. So on Sunday it's going to be a high of forty, a low of thirty-one. That's not great if you're a Tampa Bay fan. I mean, you're looking for, hoping for a mid-40s, 50s game because this is just, they are a cold-weather team and you are not. And that's that's what it comes down to, point blank, period. So, for me, I see it this way. I see that the Packers are going to win this game. They're a little bit healthier. They lost a very tight game in, in New York uh, on Monday Night Football, I think I know what the Packers are. I know who they are. I know what their limitations are. I think they're going to look very good against Jordan uh, against this Bucks defense. Now, a concern for me is this Packers run defense. I mean, if they cannot stop the Rashad right Rashad White running game, a little tongue twister there. If they cannot stop the Rashad right. <laughs> Rashad White running game. That could eat them alive all day long. So that's something to watch out for. I think the Packers will win. But again, who knows? All right, Texans at Titans. So I'm going to take the Texans, assuming that CJ Stroud plays. Listen, I've seen enough from the Titans to say this team is not good. They had so many miscues. I still don't know how they won on Monday Night Football. I still don't know. They had an interception return for a touchdown. They had a fumble and a muff punt inside their own 20. 
and they still won, uh, which is impressive. But I don't think we're going to see something like that again. They're on a short week. Um, again, though, if CJ Stroud isn't healthy, I'll be taking the Titans all day long. Uh, the Titans are a very good home team. I am aware of that, but, I mean, listen, the Texans are legit fighting for a playoff spot right now. They look good. They've had a couple bumps in the road, but I got to I gotta stay true. I got to stay strong, and I'm, I'm going to do exactly that, picking the Texans. So I'm going to roll with Shroud and, and, and D'Amico Ryans, and hopefully they can pick up the dub this weekend. All right, Jets at Dolphins. I'll be taking the Dolphins. I mean, listen, they're not very good. And you know what? If Tyreek is out, I would legitimately consider taking the Jets. Just because I've seen enough of the Dolphins. I mean, this team is on a short week. They have some injuries. They lost their center. Uh, if they lose Tyreek, they could be in for a long day against the Jets, who, by the way, Zach Wilson looked very good. Um, so, listen, I will be taking the Dolphins as of right now. I mean, they're a little too dynamic with Tyreek Hill. We already know what happened the first time these two teams played this season. Uh the Dolphins won by multiple scores. Eight and a half points favorite favorites right now, which, um, <laughs> I mean, listen, that will go down significantly. And I, I promise you, that will go down significantly if it's confirmed that Tyree Kill is out for this upcoming game. Now, if he plays, I'm uh, again, I'm going to take the, the Dolphins. I think they'll win a squeaker. But if not, I mean... This could be a very long, long game. It could be one of those low-scoring Jets games where eventually the Jets kind of figure it out and pull it off. So I'll be taking the Dolphins for now, but hey, we'll see what happens. All right, Giants, Saints. I'll take the Giants. Give me DeVito. Give me it. Listen, I know what the Saints are. They're just, they're very limited. They make a lot of mistakes. And you know what? Tommy DeVito is a fun player. I mean, say whatever you want to about anything Listen, the Giants have found a way to win games this entire season. Um, and I'll take them to win. I mean, they have a good run game. Their defense has been playing well, and they take care of the football. And those are kind of the three things you need when you want to win games. So for me, it's like I can take the Saints and I can stress about Derek Carr you know, completing passes and, and, and just making the mistakes that he usually makes. Or I can take the Giants in kind of a weird, you know, they're not a great they're not a great away team um, against the Saints, who are, you know, historically have been a very good home team and in what I think would be an upset. But you know what? I'm gonna ride DeVito. I think he's been I think he's been good enough. I'll take him. All right, Kansas City at New England. There's no way the NFL lets Kansas City lose back-to-back weeks. It's just, it's not going to happen. As much as you might say, but Michael, you know, the NFL doesn't rig games. That's true. I don't think they do. But they're still not going to let the Patriots win against the Chiefs. As much as I would love to see Patrick Mahomes complain again about the refs, the NFL, about receivers, about the cold, and lose to Bailey Zappi, it's not going to happen. The Chiefs are... You know, they're a little too good defensively, I think, for the pay. We're going to get a really low-scoring game. I think we're going to get like a 15-10 to 10 game, 15-7 to 7 game. 
yeah, I mean, listen, over under kind of respects that it's 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 thirty seven and a half right now, which is basically saying, yeah, not you know, twenty twenty is you're not going to get a twenty twenty game here. I mean, this is your both teams aren't scoring twenty, so um, I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs. I mean, I'm not going to make it difficult. All right, Rams at home versus the Commanders off the bye. I'll take the Rams. Um, Are the Rams off a bye too? I forget. I don't think they are. I feel like I just talked about them. But you never know. They play the Ravens. Okay, they did that overtime game. That's right. All right. I'll take the Rams at home. They're dynamic. I love I think their coaching is much better. I think their quarterback play is much better. I know who they are. They have a great run game, which I think is gonna gash them. Um the Rams are favored by six and a half. I think that they probably win by more than that, honestly. I mean, listen, this is a team that needs a win. I mean, they cannot they cannot lose this game. There's just no there's just no way they can lose this game. Right? They can't. They're six and seven. If they fall to six and eight, they're gone. But if they can get to seven and seven, they have a real shot at making the playoffs. I'll take the Rams over the Commanders. All right. Niners, I'm gonna take them over the Cardinals. It's pretty self-explanatory as to why I'm doing that. Um, but you know, to explain it, the Niners are the best team in the league right now. And the Cardinals have three wins. Okay. Cowboys bills. I'll take the Cowboys. I picked them last week. I'll pick them. I'll pick them again. I'll pick them again this week. Um, listen, they make it work. They make it happen. Uh, they have a good enough defense. They're good enough on offense. Dak is looking really good. You know the Bills are going to turn it over one, if not more times. Um, obviously coming off of a really interesting win versus the Chiefs. I mean, that game could have gone any way. And Bills definitely got lucky that Kadarius Tony was offsides. Otherwise, I mean, again, if the Bills lose that game, Right, if the Bills lose that game because of that, Kadarius Tony's play. Right, and the Bills are six and seven going into this week. Are you really going to tell me that the Bills are going to beat the Cowboys if the Bills lose that game? Which they, like, in the realm of reality, they didn't. But in the realm of like, okay, but had this one silly little thing not happen, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kadarius Tony being offside does not impact the play that actually happened. I think that's the best way I can put it. Right? Kadarius Tony being offside didn't impact the play that happened. Now, obviously, it's illegal, and I'm completely on, on the side of the referees. But if the Bills lose that game, we're coming out and saying, wow, I mean, the Bills just blew that game. They could have won. They didn't. So I'll take Dallas. Finally, Ravens, Jaguars. Oh, excuse me, not finally. Uh, Ravens, Jaguars. I'll take the Ravens. They're 10 and 3. They're rolling in the AFC. Jacksonville has struggled a lot this season. Um, Trevor Lawrence clearly is not fully healthy. I think the Ravens defense is going to have a great, great day. Um, in this Ravens offense, they're going to be able to throw the ball. Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, OBJ, look for those guys to become really, really involved once again against this Jacksonville defense. Finally, Eagles, Seahawks. I got to take the Eagles, the Seahawks, especially if Drew Locke is a quarterback. I just, I can't trust him. So I'll take, I'll take the Eagles to win. Uh, they are a very good team. They've won 10 games this season. I know you know they've had a gauntlet lately, but if they get Drew Locke 
I, I got to think that they come away with win. All right. Whew. That's all I got for you all this week. Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. And have a great day. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.